Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In case you didn't know, we brewed a beer. <laughs> and today we're talking to the woman who set it all up for us. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello, hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Well, here we are. We're very excited because Tori and I, I both have this little can in our hands and Rachel's got one too. Um, this is the lovely Rachel. Uh, she has been on before. She was in our International Women's Day episode. But Rachel, why don't you tell everyone why you're here today and where you are from? Yes, because in International Women's Day, you were you're somewhere in a different else. place. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm now a full-time brewer at Heist Bruco in Sheffield. Yay! Yay! That was just announced, like, was it yesterday? Yeah, this week, yeah. Yeah. Yay! Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I invited Tori and Joe to come and brew with me. Unfortunately, made the recipe and then couldn't brew it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But... Scott and Chris looked after them, made the beer together, and now we have it in the can. Yay! I'm really yeah, I'm really excited. Basically, before we yeah. just to give the backstory, and it's like, so yeah, you. It's like we brewed together, sort of, because yeah. you were like, "Do you guys want to come brew?" And we were like, "Absolutely!" Like, not going to say no to that opportunity. It's going to be amazing. It was our chance to finally get to meet you in person as well. Yeah. Well, Joe had met you, yeah. but like I had met you in person. And I was like, "Oh, it's going to be so good! It's going to be so good!" planned it we basically we, just for time scale for people to know we had sort of the first chat to discuss what we were going to brew on the 14th of September and then we headed up to do the brewing on the 22nd of October um and like was it the day it was the day before because we were headed we were driving up that night before yeah yeah we got a message from you really sorry guys <laughs> COVID yeah we were like oh no but the guys were so the one so good. Like, the guys were so yeah. good they were so helpful obviously we missed you we were sending you pictures like <laughs> constantly like yeah. we're crying we're so sad yeah. but um the experience was so good just in general overall and they were such lovely guys to take over and we were so like thank you for helping like, <laughs> literally everybody that we spoke to like at heist and in other places that we went to while we were there was just like oh my god you're here to brew with rachel and she can't be there and it's so sad and like everybody was so upset <laughs> it was it, like the community in sheffield is just amazing i don't it's think so people nice. talk about the beer the beer scene and the beer community in sheffield enough people are so friendly so amazing. <laughs> everyone said hi to us like everywhere yeah. we went we were like, hey, so we're like hi <laughs> such lovely people just full stop but yeah that was like that was so sad like we don't say hello to anybody (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i'm like what do you mean everyone was friendly of course (laughs) (laughs) honestly like down here if someone says hi to you like what like do i know you (laughs) they must be talking to someone else you just ignore them (laughs) up up there everyone was like i saw you at heist earlier you were brewing a beer with them weren't you we were like yeah, and then they were like, when's it going to oh, be ready? Amazing. What's it going to be? We're just like, so oh People want to talk to us, like, this is cool. And yeah. then they were like, what brewery are you from? We're like, we're not. 
They're from like a was, podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, but it was it was just such a cool and surreal experience. Yeah. And I will say, like having this in my hands is absolutely crazy. Seeing it I'm on so the live board. Uh, yeah, yeah. For so heist, we can talk about the space. Yeah, Let's yeah. try the beer first. We can talk about the space after. It's an amazing space in general. But you guys, the website has like a live board of what's on your your tap list. And I was like, what's on the tap list now? And then I happened to see it was listed, and I was like, oh, the beer we brewed <laughs> is on the tap list. That's amazing. I'm gonna um, take a screenshot and then yeah. we'll put it in yeah. and be like, ha ha ha, look what we did. It's <laughs> but it's such a surreal experience being like, I don't work for a brewery, but I helped make something that is on a tap board and it's in my hands. Like it's amazingly crazy amazingly cool i'll let one of you guys say what, what is it that we brewed i'll let you guys intro it um right so we decided collectively that we would brew a peanut butter and jelly porter and it's called when the beer is so lit you turn into a bagel <laughs> which i feel bad because rachel Why i'm so sorry bad? i'm so sorry rachel because she had no input into this <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we had a list of like, I had a list of like stupid amounts of names, like some stuff that made sense. I think the first one that we came up with when we were chatting together, which surprisingly, coming up with this beer, we were like, we had a Zoom call ready to go. Like I said, we had a Zoom call on the 14th. You were like, look, where's your oyster? You can be creative if you want. We've got enough time to get ingredients. I was like, what? Like, what are we allowed to? I don't want to get too crazy. You were like, just do it as long as it's not something we've already did already done so it's like pumpkin was out of it um there's some other things yeah. that were out of it and we we're like okay fine that's fine and I, I was like peanut butter and jelly porter and you were just like <laughs> we can do that so that was a surprisingly easy decision and then we had some really on point names like I said uh <laughs> yeah. be- better together and then you were like butter Rachel was like butter together and I was like yeah that's a really really good one we had all these names that made sense but then I saw a meme like the night before. <laughs> we went up to Sheffield. It was the Monday before because we were recording something else and you showed it to me. And I couldn't stop laughing at this yeah. meme that says, When the violin is so lit, you just turn into a bagel. <laughs> and it just killed me. And I was like, This is so good. And they were like, How funny would it be if that's just what we called it? And I was like, Haha, I'm going to write it on this name, on this list of names. <laughs> but then. For anyone that doesn't know that, so I went up there and I had to work the first half of the day that we were brewing this beer. So I was sat there working as Joe was going through um, doing like the graphic design side of it and the naming side of it. And she was like, I'm on the call and she's going, the list of names. And I was like, yeah, here, take my phone. And I had forgotten <laughs> that it was on there. <laughs> well, I barely got through the list. Like, I think I've said the first two and we were talking with Chris about how heist name that is because they've all yeah. got really interesting names um i've been doing i've been catching up on my untapped check-ins and um one of my favorites was um there's a pigeon in the vault oh yeah oh <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't find a good car boot these days um and uh, my particular favorite that i had to explain to tori while we were at the tap room is um um one time I rushed a Sooty concert. Oh, yeah. I rushed, oh, I rushed yeah. the stage at a Sooty show. <laughs> or that time I rushed the stage at a She was, she was talking about show. it. She was, they were yeah. talking about it. We were talking about it. And she's just, she, she, did, like, she did she's the like face. Your, she's like, you're dead because you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Because I was like, do you know who Sooty is? And she was like, I think no. it's because they were all going, like, ha ha ha, like, yes, yeah. this, this thing. And I was like, 
And she went, you, mm. you just, you have no idea, do you? I just who City was. And then we were having a deep conversation about um, the relationships between the characters in City. Oh, my. If we've got, yeah. if we've got any anybody outside of the UK, City <laughs> um, is a yellow bear hand puppet. He doesn't speak, but he does do magic. <laughs> um, and he has a grey dog friend called Sweep who squeaks and a panda friend called sue and she is a girl and she can speak because obviously she's the most intelligent one <laughs> and then and then also there's little cousin scampy who is who is city's cousin and he doesn't speak either <laughs> yeah but so we had yeah. this whole conversation and but it was because like because the names of high spears are just amazing and we were talking about how that happens and it's like well it always comes from a story so i was like oh well you know we saw this meme and we thought this would be a really <laughs> funny name and we were talking about you know because it's like medieval art and this guy's like a bagel and like <laughs> when the beer's so lit you become a bagel and they were like yeah meanwhile i've like handed my phone over to joe <laughs> and i like pulled up the list of all the names like i had a donnie darko reference on there like because i went how funny would it be if we just called it i'm doubting your commitment to sparkle motion with no explanation just literally that okay. anyone that's watched donnie darko will know those if you don't that's what i think is amazing is if you haven't watched it and you have no idea what that is and you just pull up and you're like what is that no idea so i just hand my phone over to joe not thinking and then i hear them in between like meetings talk about beer so lit you to turn into a bagel and i was like oh my camera was on my camera was off and i went on mute and i was like i'm so sorry <laughs> it's the best it totally fits in to with laugh. the naming conventions yes yeah, sincere apologies rachel because you had <laughs> zero say we had so many names that we discussed together that made so much more sense and then we ended up with a meme <laughs> so I, love it. I went back into work and I was like, what did you end up naming? Like, what what happened? And they were like, oh, when the beer's so lit, you turn into a bagel. And I was like, uh, I, I, we're going to have to catch up on this one because bagels, peanut butter. But you can put peanut butter and peanut jelly butter. on a bagel. Our justification was you can put peanut butter and jelly on a bagel, so it makes sense. <laughs> and then they were like, I think we can use like because it's on tap only. I think we could probably get away with like printing out the actual artwork. <laughs> like even better, Amazing. getting yes. <laughs> so absolutely love that. But um, I really want to try it. Can we Let's try open it? it. Yeah, I think I feel like so. This is kegged it. I kegged it on Monday. I want to okay. say when did I message you guys and say I'm kegging? I think it was Monday. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they cleaned the lines. And I was like, I've got a beer for you to put on straight away. They put it on and I canned it uh, there and then. Uh, but yeah, it might be a bit fizzy when you open, is my point. All right. <laughs> we'll, fu- we'll find out. Yep. Okay. I'm getting my glass ready. It's a high Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it smells amazing. Go, go, got, like, go, go. Stout glass. I'm not using the appropriate glassware, but I just really like your glasses. So. <laughs> Oh no, it feels like the appropriate amount of liveliness. It's just oh that initial. God. It smells so good. <gasps> oh, it smells like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Ah! Oh my God, cheers. <laughs> it literally smells like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, it does. I don't. It's nailed it where it's like the initial thing, like the initial smell that hits you. It doesn't. I know we. I know it's not great that we used by any means, but. 
lands in the same way as like an American peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which I wasn't expecting it to have that type of like grape jelly smell to it. And I'm really happy with it. But then it's like the peanut, it does smell like peanut butter, which yeah. I feel like a lot of times when you get a peanut butter and jelly beer, it doesn't smell like peanut butter. It's nutty, but it's not peanut butter. And this is like 100% peanut butter. All right, I'm going in. I'm going in. Oh, I'm so nervous. I've already been in. It's amazing. Oh, I really like it. There's su- it's got such a lovely, but even though it's a porter, it's still got a really lovely body yeah. to it. And there's like a creaminess to it. And a very like nutty finish, like nutty the finish is like very nutty. Tart fruitiness in the middle, and then that nutty. Oh, I'm so pleased with it. It's so good. You're nervous. Like, I was nervous as well because I was like, "Shit, what if we really <laughs> like this is like this is your?" Bro. I was like, "What if we made a mistake here?" <laughs> and then it's our fault. Like we've done it wrong. No, this is really. Oh my god, this is really nice. <laughs> And I'm I'm super excited because it's my porter based recipe that we mm. use. Yes, so so yeah, um, I'm gonna explain a little bit about how yeah. I scaled because it's pretty background. Yeah. Um. So yeah, obviously, I said to Joe, "You've got a base porter recipe. It'd be really cool to use that uh, in some way." Yeah, this is what I used. So uh, took that, used my Excel sheet, which is just my little baby that I've made. Uh, efficiencies, all the all the good nerdy stuff. Um, <laughs> Essentially took the percentages of the grain that you use, mm-hmm. popped the percentages into my Excel sheet, uh, and that gave me a, a better idea of how to scale than just go, oh, times it by 10 then. Right. And hope for the best. Um, we did, we hit a little bit below what we aimed for. I think we were aiming for 5% and we've got 4%. Um, but I, it, the way it drinks is incredible. I was really. going to say, there's nothing wrong with that. I was like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, the mouthfeel on this is amazing. It's, it's pretty, yeah, it is pretty full compared to like, when you see 4%, like I wouldn't expect it to be like as full as it is. Like I'd expect it to be a bit thinner mm. and it's just not. Like it it feels like it hasn't lost any mouthfeel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We find um, when, when we add like raspberry, so we added 60 kilos of raspberry. Um, it, it, reduces the amount of fermentable sugars it reduces the the starting gravity okay so then we get a less alcoholic product but without thinning it out yeah. I suppose is, is a way to say it so um yeah and we use torrified oats which makes a huge difference any breweries out there you can credit me for like <laughs> thickening up your beer by telling you to use torrified oats but yeah it works wonders for us it's a pro tip I think it was just like so it was really impressive to be like part of the whole process as well because we we genuinely and I think I can speak for Joe and I both of this like we were really grateful actually that you like a you invited us to do this and b that you allowed us to be part of like the whole thing like you and and heist as a as a whole it was really cool to be able to be like cool we're going to come up with what we're actually brewing we're going to come up with the recipe for what we're brewing we you know we had input into every bit which was just a lot of people I think can turn up and they can do a collab with somebody and and just be like okay that's what we're brewing cool I'll I'll do it happy days you know I'll help you out I'll help brew Um, but it was just so cool to be able to be part of the whole journey of it because you know like I said we had that initial meeting and then between the 14th of September and when we actually went up you had said like 
oh, I've got the grain bill like sorted. Oh, look at this, look at that. And it was like sending screenshots and you were like, oh, just just tell me if I'm like sending too much and I'm spamming you. And we were like, no, this is so cool. Like definitely send it. Um, And that was just like such a cool experience. Then obviously, I think one thing that's worth addressing as well is we didn't use real nuts in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So uh, we always knew we wanted to use uh, a flavouring for the peanut just because the the allergens are, Oh, we want to make, we always want to make our beer as accessible as possible um, to as many people as possible. And allergens just prevent that happening um, combined with like the risk as well. So if we use actual peanuts in our brew kit, we've then contaminated all future beer. And then any beer that any uh, pub or bar that buy our beer, when they pour that beer through the lines, they've then contaminated that line with peanuts. So, until they replace that line, they've got peanut, may contain peanut allergy on all the beers that go through that line. Yeah, as much as possible, we try and use, yeah, natural ingredients yeah. can. Um, and obviously this is synthesised in some ways. It's just a, a flavouring. Um, but it means there's no risk of allergy. Mm. So I think we sort of knew from the start, like when we discussed and we were like, oh, peanut butter and yeah. water. But like right from the start, we were like, but we don't want to use real nuts. We yeah. want it to be inclusive. We don't want anybody to feel they can drink it if they want to because there's actual nuts in it and I think a lot of times we see a lot of people on like forums and stuff say I really wish breweries would stop using actual peanuts to make yeah. beers because I now can't enjoy it or my it's partner's risk my partner's yeah. severely allergic and so me having it impacts them and we just knew we wanted to be inclusive and I think you know you went and you did like a whole bunch of research into what the best flavoring to use was yeah. and everything there was so much research and consideration that I even just went into that alone I'm like so impressed that you went away and you were like cool okay I can use this 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 or this this seems to be the best one like how do you go about doing that is that just connecting with other breweries is that you know doing a google yeah there was a lot of uh speaking to other breweries so I spoke to Dan one of the owners um about peanut butter asked him advice uh he said he knew someone at Beer Inc who'd done their star beer oh that's a good beer yeah. <laughs> um so he asked them what they used um uh, turned out they used a specific flavoring so we just took their advice uh and did our own little experiment dosed <laughs> we poured out a plain porter uh, and dosed it with peanut flavoring as a like trial run we're like hmm, yes yeah. this is a, a reasonable amount to use uh, and then when we came to had it in the tank put in the amount we thought we were going to use and I tasted it with my COVID taste buds and was like no more <laughs> <laughs> Scott and Chris looked at me like I think four and I was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. so yeah we got some more but they're like, are you the sure? Like, <laughs> yeah. are you sure about this? And you're like, yes, a hundred percent more. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that as well. Like, I, I did a with with this base recipe. I did a, a coffee and hazelnut porter, and I'd looked at various different recipes, and I was like, right, about forty drops of hazelnut flavouring, um, and I put forty drops in, and then I tasted it, and I was like nah <laughs> no I ended up going up to 70 drops of this hazelnut flavoring in it and it was it was right like yeah. you don't realize how much actually you do need in it I feel like that's I think it's... cinnamon every time someone makes a well, pumpkin spice true. like 50 percent of the time I'm like pumpkin spice beers and then they're like we just put a bit in I'm like now double it like that's what you need now double it your pumpkin spice beer was very good <laughs> very yeah, yours very was good. amazing yours was amazing 
So, yeah, do- doubled the amount in this one. Um, and then when it came out, we were like, because we were dosing it when it was at 14 degrees, typically you're drinking at maybe like five to, to 10 degrees. So we we're like, yeah, we can taste it. Knowing that, like, it's it might be a bit much, but knowing that when you drink it cooler, it's going to yeah. be, uh, you're going to have to search for the flavour a little bit more when it's colder. So that's what we did. <laughs> That's a good um, test. Yeah. But yeah, like, as we went in uh, during fermentation, so there's no uh, unfermented sugars left in there and popping cans everywhere, even though we, 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 <laughs> we kegged it all anyway. But yeah. well, I was going to say, yeah, if anyone wants to try it, it's, it's, it's um, at your brewery. Yeah, I was going to say tap room, room, but it's your, it's your a brewery slash brewery tap room. room. Yeah. Yeah. The space is absolutely phenomenal. <clears throat> so I walked, like, the second we walked in in the morning, um like I looked at the space and I was like yep this is definitely my type of place like it's the type of place I would hang out um it's very I was trying to describe it to people as well and it's very you have this sort of feel where it is kind of that high ceilinged industrial feel but it's very warm and welcoming and cozy um and it doesn't and and what I find with industrial spaces is they tend to feel like really masculine but this doesn't feel I'm not saying it's like oh it's very feminine but it's not yeah. very much it's very neutral like it's it was just such an amazing space and you've got like two whole sides to it you've got like the side which is the side where you actually brew on and there's a bar there and you've got um the donut place that's there as yes. well yes yeah yeah uh wasn't open properly with donuts there was no. coffee so gutted because I was like I was looking up places to get donuts and that was one of the places recommended but it's like oh it's yeah. not open yet and I was like no didn't realize it was at heist yeah, <laughs> so yeah. We walked in and I was like that's the donut place really love their <laughs> logo as well love your logo love their their logo and I understand that is that is owned by the same people that own heist yeah yeah was it I can't remember the name of it uh, ritual the ritual yes oh. ritual I was gonna say I could I can remember the logo but I couldn't remember the name but like that was really cool so like that's on one side in like a little mini shipping container situation which is really cool way to sort of like define it as its own space but have it out in the open um yeah. inside the basically the, the whole area which was really cool and then there was like this whole second side of of the bar which was definitely more of like an open bar there was like um the coin pusher machines there was the um claw machine there was uh gotcha machines where you just get like a mystery label outfit um it was really cool a little arcade machine in the back I was like yeah. this is so cool it's 100% my space and the amount of tap lines you guys had on so I don't I don't envy the person that has to clean <laughs> yeah. it first of all but as a customer I was like this is amazing. You had so many beers. so much to choose from. <laughs> I was genuinely like, we only have a limited time here before we have to go. <laughs> I have to prioritise what I'm going to drink. There's too much option. Never even made it to the guest beers because exactly. you had like 15 or something lines on of just yeah. ice. Yeah. Yeah, I think we managed our target. For, like we started, like the new brew team started brewing in July. Uh, and since July, we've been like, right, we need 15 lines of heist beer. But we kept, oh, we've sold out of this one. We've sold out of that one. Like, ah, we need those ones to make up our 15. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's only only in October did we fill 15 lines of heist beer. And that was 
like a big win for the brew team. We're like, yes, we've done it. <laughs> well, that's it as well. And then like when we were there, they were telling us how like your Kolsch kept literally like kept going out and like you couldn't get the keg with the keg issue that's happened at the moment. Like you couldn't re-keg it fast enough because people loved like we we tried a bit of it and it was like yeah, it is really it. nice. Like I don't normally like a Kolsch. But that was I really don't lovely. like lagers, I Joanna. Do. No, don't look. Kolsch is done with an ale use. Uh, with a lager use to ale temperatures. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah. There's something sweet about it. That's that I, I just I keep trying different <laughs> ones. But I, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll try it. And I was like, oh, I like this one. Yeah, it's a good it's one. It's a like, cult favourite with a bar yeah. stuff. I love the Kolsch. They are petitioning for a turbo Kolsch for Christmas. Oh. So, as a Christmas gift to the bar staff, please make us turbo Kolsch. <laughs> I like to forget anything else. Nothing <laughs> else, just, just turbo Kolsch, please. <laughs> but yeah, like that was cool. And I didn't even mention that there's like an amazing burger and chip place that's like inside oh there as well. Slap, slap and pickles. That the was cool. Yeah. The scoopy chips. Name, the scoopy the chips. The name made me laugh when we rocked up. I was like, ha that's funny. <laughs> and then... I got the loaded chips. I got yep. the chicken Kiev ones. Yeah. Um, with flaming, like, flaming dip on it or something like that. Yeah. And it made me think of what I love from KFC, which is like the flaming mayonnaise. Yeah. And it was so good. I was so full. All I had was this plate of loaded chips. And I was just like, I was like, I can crush that. And then by the end of it, I was like, oh, I'm so, it was so, it was so good. And now I've been craving fried chicken loaded chips yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I, i've got to explain these chips because they are amazing <laughs> right so, so they're shaped so that they're a scoop mm-hmm. so you get your loaded chips and then you can load them actually up rather than just falls out. on the top and falling off nothing falls it's out it's a scoopy chip <laughs> like i've never seen a scoopy chip before they are so clever and they are so delicious we did get them and we were like oh <laughs> scoopy chips we were like, this is innovation like what is that <laughs> yeah, mate just yeah. madness and amazingness it, it was the best like lunch break ever i was yeah. like this is so good uh but yeah like to start the day just to quickly like go through that whole situation like so to start the day i was working the first half of the day so joe you did the First lot of stuff. Yeah. So we did the mashing in. Um, I need a step because <laughs> I'm a little bit too short for your mash tan. But I quite like the size of your mash tan. Like it's a nice, it was a nice yeah, size. Like you can size. get, you can get right in there. There's the lovely little window so you can look we'll at the photo. I love the window. Well. Put a photo somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, you just got a lovely little view while you're while you're mashing in. That was lovely. We did get Tori to come over and mash in eventually. Yeah, so I was I was like taller oh, than me. In between I was on back to back calls. So I was like, all right, I'm in between calls right now. So I was like, I'll just get up, I'll just move my legs a bit so I'm not sitting down constantly. And uh went over and they're like, here, stow this for a bit. Joe was like, okay. <laughs> so then I was just I was like, oh, all right, it's actually fine for me. Uh and then yeah, I left and Joe was like, she was on her tiptoes at one yeah. point and I was like, oh yeah. I was the exact yeah. right height for it, which is yeah, just not quite t- if I I've just been a little bit taller, I can get like because you've got to get right to the bottom. You need to yeah. give that a really good stir, make sure all of your grains are getting all the water to them. So you've got to get all the way to the bottom. Ma, I'm just not quite tall enough. <laughs> and then, yeah, I went back, finished my calls, did all that, came back. And then I think I came back just in time 
to start well no it was all um the spa gin is when I came back wasn't mm-hmm. it and we had yes. I've been pitching for this idea of brewery ASMR because some of the stuff that I've seen <laughs> happening was like so good it's with the a little weird level. squeak of the, of the spa <laughs> yeah, well, like, the the comforting of like when you see it go up when it's going through like oh, okay, the circulation yeah, yeah. and then the levels drop in the I I don't know like the technical names for those so anyone that's listening is pro- and not watching my hand gestures is probably like, what the what the fuck are you doing when you're doing your sponsor on your kit like what is that box called the that it- the, un- the underback <laughs> there we go so if anyone's listening that look Google what an underback is basically like a box it's got sort of like there's like almost kind of two sides to that. Yeah. Box. So it's um, it's a, yeah, an open top box uh, with a a sieve plate yeah, in the middle. Like then, yeah. When when the the work comes out, it filters out any big chunks of of grain that have fallen through the, the false bottom of the mash tun. It's brilliant because the water level, like the the levels rise, and then they go back down again, and then they rise, <laughs> they go back. And I was like, "This would make amazing brewery ASMR." It's like you like, can make she's videos. Out the lid and watching like the the spa jam go round yeah. and round. She's like, "Ooh, like, I love amazing. the patterns it makes in the grain." Yeah, it's crop That's circles. What I'm yeah. It's it's not even it's like visual ASMR. I'm like saying people will watch these YouTube videos, and I don't think anyone's doing it yet. I gave that idea to you guys first. If you don't choose to use it, this episode's coming out. So if someone else is going to use it, then they're going to use it, and that's all I can do. I've done what I can do. So yeah, I was in time to watch sort of like the the spargin happen, and then and then we got to dig out the mash time, which I was the one that had to do the shoveling because I was yeah. the one that worked in the morning, so I didn't get to do really <laughs> and that's anything. That's literally the point when you go <laughs> when you go and do a club somewhere if you're the visitor you've got to clean out the mash tun then joe's like joe's like i held the bag (laughs) i I also dragged the full bags across the dragging the the dragging is hard because how do you keep a straight back when you're dragging you can't can't. (laughs) and you've got it and it's a little bit damp so you've got to kind of wind it over and get it like because it's a a bit slippery you've got to kind of wiggle it yeah it's not like don't think that I had the easy job. Well. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, I dug it out, and Joe's like, I held the bag. <laughs> I moved like, the bag across the brewery floor. Thank you very much. It I moved the bags. It was you were like, I held the bag. <laughs> I like the fact that you also moved the bags, and then I spilled a whole bunch of it in my shoe, and I was like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> and then I was like, but it's actually nice. It's a nice. Warm. I say this. I said this. <laughs> I said this to a journalist who came in to like interview us and he was like, oh, what's like the biggest, like, I can't remember what you said, but like the biggest misconception about beer. And I was like, um, like, it seems glamorous, but really it's just like wet feet and cleaning. Yeah. And he That's just what brewing like, is. What? I was like, yeah, wet feet and cleaning. Yeah. That's, I think that was like spot on to be fair. Yeah. 100% of brewing is cleaning people like, yeah. don't be fooled so much cleaning just, chemicals and cleaning that. yeah we got to do all that and then we like got to dump the hot we got to climb yeah, we the hops to dump the hops in that was exciting yeah. yes. we got to sample things in the tank that was extra exciting yeah, <laughs> tank beer is the best beer. tank beer is great yeah that uh what was it the um gooseberry was it a oh was that in tank yeah, yeah. The, it was yeah. a gooseberry sour so nice gooseberry lap- sour. clean fermented yeah it was it was sour. it was clean definitely a nice clean taste a nice refreshing taste it was like just so nice i was it's like really what well, i was on i was on a call when when joe had it and she came over and she was like okay. i'm just gonna be quietly <laughs> <slid> <laughs> I was like, that in <laughs> um, like you're going to want one of these 
I was talking yeah. to Scott about it because normally I find that um, gooseberry can be very tart. And actually, yeah. it's really fruity. Yeah. It's really lovely. So we, we have like a kind of series um, of sort of bullet of ice base sours. Um, so it's nice sort of below 4% sour, a bit, bit of wheat in there. Uh, and then nice. put fruit in and ferment the fruit out. So our first one we did was a raspberry one, which was delicious. Loved it. Um, and then we've just sort of gone through different fruits. And the latest one is the gooseberry one um, that you guys tried. Um, it's beautiful. Really good. Yeah. I was going to say balloon of ice. I was like, I feel yeah. like I, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then, then like, I was oh, going to say it because you right. didn't say it. I was like, am I wrong? Am I misremembering? I was like, yeah, well, no. I think I misremembered it. Yeah. Always right. Imposter syndrome. Get right, me. hello. It was more that I was like, oh, did I remember that correctly? Or was I, did I just have too many beers? I, I mean, we know. did drink a lot of beer in Sheffield. Yeah. We did drink a lot. Of, we were only there for like a fly-in visit. There was more places to go than we had time yeah, to drink. We didn't get to go um, everywhere. We tried to go as many places as we could in the limited time we had. Um, had We went to a place where we had, I had all the Verdants on tap when they did the series. That was a in. Yeah. Yeah, it was. They they all looked the same. (laughs) They tasted slightly different. They tasted slightly different. They did taste different. But like when I got them, I was like, they all look the same. (laughs) We literally were like, this is the Simcoe. This is the Azaka. That one's No, wait, that one's the Nelson. (laughs) And that was the Idaho Seven. We were like, hold it in the right order. Don't, no, don't, don't put it down. You know which <laughs> one's in which hand. See, like, yeah, uh, that's not a slight at all because, like, they did taste different. But it was the like when we got them, and it's that whole thing about Broder where it's like all the dippers are the same dipper. And then I was like, oh no, I was like, they all look the same. I was like, they all going to taste the same. It's like no, they didn't. It's fine. <laughs> they were different. They were different. But yeah, no, it was. Um, there's a lot of amazing places like yeah. more people should talk about it and I just I feel bad like I wish we actually stayed it's difficult because I wish we stayed longer at Heights because you guys had so much stuff I know we'd, we'd said we <laughs> were going so to come back explore as well yeah. yeah we said we were going to come back we were like yeah we'll probably circle back round we didn't <laughs> we, <laughs> we just didn't we didn't get a chance to we didn't get yeah well I think that's also we didn't leave there till later than we thought yeah. we were going to leave there so we thought like, oh, we'll leave a bit earlier than we'll have dinner at this time. But we ended up having dinner a lot later. So by the time it got round to that point, we're like, oh, I think they're closed now. <laughs> so yeah. we just didn't get a chance. But yeah, it was like, it was just such a cool experience. And I feel like everything about your location was very much me. And uh, I'm, like, I really want to go back. And I was saying to my husband, like, oh, I like, want to go back so that he can see it. Because I was like, I think you'd really like the location. Like, I think you'd like the spot and you'd like the beers that were on and everything just got we didn't get to stay longer i've got we didn't get to meet you because well i know you'll just have to come back and yeah just have to do it again yeah round two submit beer ideas now <laughs> yeah yeah if you've got if you've got something like crazy wow that you want us to name not after a meme this time <laughs> i think we should still name it after a meme like why not <laughs> um, compared to like a normal brew day then like what like what is a normal non-collaboration brew day look like for you so we normally come in, look a little bit grumpier than on a collab day, get some coffee. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys make excellent coffee as well. Yeah. yeah. The ritual coffee keeps us in like good caffeinated supply. <laughs> um, then we're mashing sort of, uh, it's a very manual mashing in process. We don't have an, al- an auger, a hydrator. We just pour bags in uh, and put hot water in as well and stir it. Then we leave 
leave it for the same amount of time. So we leave an hour and 15. Then sparge. It's it's very much the same process, just more um, when on a collab day, you get more interaction. So you're talking to people, talking about what you're doing, explaining what you're doing. So I always find when you explain something to someone, you you learn more about it than you thought you knew anyway, because yeah, you, you're thinking more. Um, so, uh, yeah, I really missed out on chatting to you guys about why. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. I imagine you were just like, why? <laughs> no, I, don't really <laughs> I don't think we needed to actually because Scott was really like, okay, now we're going to do this. And yeah, this is how we, we do that. And, and he's like, how do you do that? Because he knew that I homebrewed. And I was oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I use two tiny pots. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very much like, yeah, he, he was so good at being yeah. like, it, we didn't, as Joseph, we didn't really ha- have the chance to sort of say, not in a bad way, we didn't necessarily get to that point where we were saying, oh, and what is this for? Why do you do that? Because he was very much like, okay, and the next step is going to be this. Um, we do it like this. Like, do you know, like, do you know yeah, what this really is? Good. Have you experienced this before? You know, if you have, and it wasn't in a condescending way. It was very much like a, oh, have you? Okay, you have it. Well, this is why sort of thing. Like yeah, he yeah. didn't assume we didn't, but then he also didn't say, well, in case you already know, I won't say anything. He was very good at being like, okay, let's, double check and then I'll explain things to you and it was just like I didn't feel like I was being you know top down to at all or like anything like that it was just such a it was just a really nice experience I feel like I learned quite a lot but I imagine as well like when you've got a collaboration with somebody like you just had um Damien from Emperors there and I imagine like obviously he knows how to brew beer but I imagine that even when you collab you probably still have questions for each other and and learning from each other isn't it yeah, there's less drinking on a normal day. I will say that. We don't get to <laughs> time and go like, oh, 12 o'clock, time to clock. Yeah. Um, we tend to go the whole day without a beer. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw photos of picklebacks coming yeah, out. That, oh, <laughs> I You're was home by then. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't the You've got to have whiskey and wort. Uh, whiskey yeah, and wort I did at have some whiskey point. and wort. You did whiskey yeah. and wort. Yeah. That was tasty. Can recommend. <laughs> recommend that one. Five stars yeah if you on a regular brew day if you haven't going to be there like is that do you have opportunity like okay right so you know mash is going we're now going to go over and you know can something or sort something out like do you kind of schedule your day like that a bit more so there's other stuff that gets done yeah well we'll kind of like whack a mash on and then oh clean the tank down get that ready to go um pack keg uh, we we don't have a can in uh, on site at the minute we use country right. canners so uh, they come in and, and do it on site. Um, but yeah, we won't brew when we can. Okay. It, it takes too long. Um, we, yeah, don't have to. I was going to say, do you have to be like quite strategic about yeah. that then? Like, so you've got to be like, we need to brew this day. Okay, this is a day that we're not brewing. So do, I'm assuming, obviously, yeah. you're not brewing seven days a week or anything like no. that. I mean, you might be going in and doing like, oh, we put the raspberries in at this point, like mm. we did with ours, but it's not like seven days we're starting a beer from scratch sort of thing. Yeah. So do you just strategically go, okay, actually, we've got a gap this day. This is the best day yeah. to do canning. Yeah, we more plan. So we get the canning, canning scheduled and then plan the brews around the canning. Okay. Um, but you try to maximise how many you can sort of can when you have them yeah. to can isn't it Fair. yeah so you get get the can in scheduled and then we're like right fill the tanks <laughs> fill the tanks ready for canning and so then we have a tense bit where we're like hopefully hopefully it's all ready hopefully it's all happy yeah. good to, good good to get signed <laughs> off um 
before the before the canning guys come and yeah so far it's it's all gone really well um in yeah. terms of canon. We're going to knock on some wood here for you. Just yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying that, I was like, I don't want to yeah, say this. So it, was, it, was, it was as it's you bad. said it, you're like, so far it's ah. been good. <laughs> that was the one thing that we we, we recorded um, an episode about, like, uh, just brewing overall because I'd done a home brew with Joe and then obviously coming and doing the brew with you guys. Like, that was just, it was obviously two experiences. I was... It's the only it's the first and only so far times that I've brewed two times, two very different times. Um I mean it's more or less the same, but like what I found was like there is a lot more waiting because I feel like with the sparge, like you're sort of watched it there, you're not physically doing the, you know, with Joe like pots and pans type thing where you're actually involved. So there is more downtime. So like it is interesting to be like, oh, how how do you how do you handle that downtime sort of thing? And it's a uh, like how many times in a normal work day when you're not doing a collaboration brew would you just be like oh, i'm just gonna go have a beer do you do that at all when it's when no one's there or you're just like nah i can't really be bothered to have nah. a beer. it's just me it tends it tends to be coffee <laughs> um or just getting things ready so I'll, at, at the minute we're also we do the sales and logistics side so we'll get an order come in and we've got to get a pallet ready or uh, Dan and Adam will be like, oh, we've got this beer festival. Can you get these kegs ready? Um, so we do a lot of kind of like uh, admin stuff as well. So we do all this stock coming in, stock going out, uh, stock to the bar, stock to, uh, we use Ebria to sell a lot of beer. So check in that if any orders have come in there. Um, so there's a lot of like, oh, I've got five minutes. I'll just go and check on that, um, see what that's doing. So there's downtime, but also time to do useful things um and not much time for beer until the end of the day there's i feel like that's quite interesting to say because i feel like a lot of people's idea of like oh i want to get into it like i think people don't realize like how much actually goes on behind the scenes per se and especially like the smaller you the smaller scale you are you know i mean you guys obviously have like quite a few tanks like that but the smaller you are the smaller your equipment is the more the you know the more you have to wear different hats maybe compared to somebody yeah. that is scaled up even bigger than you guys are because when you have so many people, there's only so many people to wear the hats sort of thing. And I think people don't think about it. They just think, oh, like you said, when a journalist said, oh, what's the, you know, what's the thing? You're like, yeah, it's, it's really just a lot of like wet feet and cleaning. <laughs> I think people yeah. don't really think about that. They just think like, oh, if you're, if you're brewing, you're having a, beer while you're brewing like all the yeah. time and especially when you've got access to 30 lines that are you know 10 feet away from you that that temptation <laughs> I feel like I would think that I would have a lot more beer than I would but I would just yeah. be like oh my god so much <laughs> yeah, it's like a very physical job like mm. you can't be you know half cut trying to no chuck hops in as well. up a ladder putting hops into a I can't even imagine container like it's you know that would be a health and safety nightmare. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the names, obviously, Joe mentioned some of the names were amazing. I thought maybe you might be able to give us if I if I look at some of the ones that are on your uh, <laughs> on your on your yeah. page now. <laughs> if you can explain where the names came from, so actually the one that really made me laugh when we were there was the one that's like, is that a giant Weetabix? Yeah. And I was like. Yeah. 
I was like, where's that come from? Um, <laughs> and what I know about that is they said that there was the big bags of like grains that were up on the top, but they're the way that they're packaged made them look like a gigantic Weetabix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, that's absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, Joe mentioned a few of them at the start, but then I'm looking on the website now and I really want to know, like, don't let me die. Where did like, Oh, that's a story. So, uh, Dan and Adam opened their sort of origin stories. They opened up a bar in Clown. Uh, and then they took their kind of, well, organised a trip with their regulars to go away. Um, what, this, the Don't Let Me Die beer is a book fashion infused porter brewed with Doc's uh, beers in Grimsby. Uh, so they took like their regulars away. And one of the guys there, he got just so drunk on Bookfast and rang them at like four in the morning, like wandered away, did his own thing, rang them at like four in the morning, just in the snow, freezing cold. Like, oh, it's really cold. Ah, I don't know what to do. Um, oh, don't let me die. Don't let me die. So I, he knows that it's named after him. It's right. <laughs> well, I mean, I would hazard a guess that. Thing. It's like, a, oh, we named a bear after you, thinking you were going to die in the snow. <laughs> he's like walked in. He's like walked in. He's like, oh, that sounds a bit familiar. Oh, where'd you get that one from? <laughs> that is that's amazing. Like, oh my god, that's that was dark. That was yeah, yeah. It got dark. Right. I was like, I second one, pick the dark one. <laughs> it's, only, it's only because I, I had that. Um, I had that on tap last Friday um, at my one of my local shops. They had it on. They had um, that and they had the rye on. They had yeah. the can't find a good car boot these days. And I got one of each. And I was thinking about And I have a can of the Don't Let Me Die as well. I bought a can of that when, when we went up. Um, and I was just like, I wonder what that's named for. I was like, ooh. So I had to ask. And then the the can't find a good car boot then, as I've said, I've had that one. What What's that one named for? It's just... Andy, um, one of the guys in the tap room, he was just like, we're talking about what we do on the weekends. And he's like, during lockdown, I, I tried to find charity shops, tried to find car boots. And you, you just can't find a good car boot. And he was just like, right, you've just named a beer then. Named a beer. Yeah. A lot uh, of things is just pe- things people say and we go, you just named a beer. Congratulations, <laughs> that's the prize you get for saying something weird. Uh, so then there's, a, there's too many Adams. Yeah, so that was a brew collaboration brew with Old Street Brewery, um, and so there was Adam is one of the owners, so he went down, and I believe there's two other Adams who work at Old Street, so they were saying Adam, and the wrong one was responding. So there are too many, <laughs> too many Adams. I love when that happens, like when you've got in the workplace, you'll have like so many people with the same name, and then you'll be like, oh, I was talking to this, but then they were like, which one? Like that is yeah. so good. We've got, we've got um, two Jakes at my office, but their, their surnames both start with a B. So we'd be <laughs> like, oh, Jake. And then like, so we've, they've started calling Jake A and Jake B just because they thought no, it was no. funny because you'd be like Jake B and everyone would go, which Jake B is it? And then they're like, oh, so now they've switched and it's new Jake and old Jake, but it's just, yeah, it's so good. And I, I'm always like, one of you's going to have to go home and change. That's a, oh, I can't have that. Um, I've, I really want to know as well, ignore the cat and the hard hat. And this is quite funny. So we were doing some uh, like promo shots of the beer um, for like social media and stuff. Uh, Chris forwarded them on to to Adam to like post <laughs> accidentally selected like a meme of a cat in a hot 
<laughs> then I had to follow up, like, ignore the guy in the hard hat. I just meant to send the beer promo shots. <laughs> See? Memes name beers. Memes name beers. Memes definitely name beers. Um, <laughs> that is brilliant. All right, last one, last one. Invert cake day. Uh, invert cake daily. Yes. Yeah, so this is my my little baby. So, uh, brewed a Nipa, which is the first time I've brewed a Nipa. And I think it's great. <laughs> so I sent you guys some. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've, I've got it in the fridge. Um, and I'm definitely going to try that because I'm going to try it tonight, because I've, I've made the excuse of like, oh, wow, I've got to drink them soon because they're growlers. So. It says ASAP. It says ASAP. Yeah, it does. It, it says, says best ASAP. Before. Right on ASAP. it. ASAP. Right there. I, I, yes, right there. I have to. It's just the burden that I, I have to yeah. bear, I guess. But yeah, how, how did you actually get the name for that one? Um, On a lot of sort of hazy beers, they like, so it has like the name of the beer, the ingredients and then it says invert keg daily on on the keg so that the bar staff is supposed to give give it a, a chuck around i don't know but it says on like 50 liter kegs and stuff how are you, oh, gonna, how are you gonna do how that you gonna daily walk down to the cellar and just chuck a 50 liter keg around like i don't <laughs> like doing that a bar staff isn't gonna like doing that <laughs> i just thought it'd be funny to name like a hazy beer invert keg daily because it's so often on the badge anyway it'd be really good if someone sees that and they're like they don't think that's the name they just think yeah. you're like really aggressively trying to get we did have one of your beers as well when we were there mm. which was your white stout mm. what one was that called uh it was supposed to be pink bro <laughs> Do you want to explain why? It was supposed to be pink! (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love the name. I loved it. I thought it was so great. Like, what was your... I know you were saying, like, a lot of people, you felt like maybe just didn't get it because they don't get white stouts. We had it, and I thought it was absolutely just amazing. Um, What? How did you come up with that? Like, how did you come up with being like, yeah, I'm going to make, like, this strawberry white stout? I'm just quite a sarcastic person. (laughs) gather from the invert cake daily thing um (laughs) i just was like i want to mess with people if i can brew like something pale that tastes tastes like a stout i'm gonna do it um so i talked to scott because he's got a lot more experience than me i was like i want to do this this is what i'm thinking um here's a kind of recipe draft and he was like cracking see what happens (laughs) uh and i said to him i want it to be pink though because I'm I'm a woman and I'm making a beer and I want it. To I be- want it to be pink. <laughs> you know, you didn't even because have to give a reason. You I, could be like, I, I want it to be pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because I want it. Because to be pink. I want it. <laughs> um, so he's like, right, you've got enough strawberry in there. It should be pink. And I was like, yeah, I've got enough strawberry in there. It should be pink. Um, and when we put it in the fermenter, it was so pink. I was like, yes, this is gonna be a pink style. I have made it. Like. <laughs> It's going to be so good. People are going to be, I'm going to be blowing minds. They're going to drink a pink beer and think it's going to be like a sour. And, it's going to be <laughs> sour. Um, and it it just fermented out. The colour fermented out. Oh. It out pale as anything. When you poured it, were you like, no! <laughs> <laughs> we tried it on the final day. I was like, it, it, it didn't get its pink back. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> Did you go and be like, I don't even want to sip it now? It's a disappointment to me. <laughs> it was so. It was so good. It tastes really good. Yeah, I love the taste of it. Yeah. Yeah. The color of it. Like, do you think yeah. you would do anything again to try to do like a 
bright, vibrant, coloured beer to see if you could nail it. We've like seen, (laughs) yeah, we've seen that raspberry holds its colour. Yeah. But it gives it that tartness and I didn't want it to be tart. I wanted it to be sweet and like almost, almost sickly sweet. Mm. Um, And I I achieved that bit. It just didn't stay pink. Yeah, I'm pleased with it. <laughs> I'm just like, the way, the way you were like, yes, it's pink going in. Like, this is so good. Just yeah. you saying that. And then the visual I get from when you pour, when you pour it out <laughs> and it's pale, you're like, I don't even want this. <laughs> get this away from me. Get this vile drink away from me. It was very lovely. And uh, that was another one of the crowds that you sent up. And I'm very excited to drink that one as well, because uh, that was the... I think that was actually the first beer that I got uh, when they were like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to try anything?" I was like, "Yes, I would." And then yeah. They were like, "Which one?" Do I, want? I was like, "I want Rachel's." <laughs> Even before the pumpkin, and then I realised after, yeah. like, "Oh, I forgot you had pumpkin." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We so had that one before we had the pumpkin. That. It was really, really good. Um, yeah, very exciting. It, what types of other stuff like do you want to play around? Like, what kind of flavours do you think could be fun to play around with? I like so there's a lot at the minute there's a lot of focus on hops and making everything about hops and I I love playing with malt like you can build a grain bill yeah you can build a grain bill and it does so many different things um I think that's really interesting I I love playing with hops as well because that's you get a big like punch of flavor and it's incredible The, the hop products that we've got now as well it's insane the amount you can achieve it there's so there's so much more creativity in beer now than I think there's ever been before uh, and that's the biggest thing for me is that I'm combining like a bit of like crazy maths science stuff with being creative and, and being able to pitch ideas where I'm like I think I want to make something like this and they're like oh we know someone who did something similar so this is the advice we've got for you and then see what happens um, and now we've got our pilot kit as well we can do insane stuff on such a tiny scale um and just put it through as like a little corny keg so it's like 20 liters limited release see what people in the tap room say uh, and work from that so, yeah yeah you guys are doing um to plug your yeah. your pressure you're doing like scratch cards aren't you yeah so it's um i don't know where they got the internet i think it was squid game yeah squid yeah. bring along the card and get some beer um that's really limited release like literally there's 20 liters of it in existence <laughs> um that's kind of friday nights like, pop down get the latest brew um see what we're doing uh, and hopefully like try some other beers while you're there but this yeah scratch cards for a pint uh, of the latest beer that we've made or like trialed so, yeah. is is the plan that that's always going to be just like a one-off limited or do you think if something landed really well that you would brew it on a larger scale or is this yeah. only meant to be like that's it one and done yeah the idea behind it is to like gauge um sort of us to trial recipes that we think oh that's a bit risky um or to trial stuff that we're like is that gonna sell are people gonna uh is it gonna hit well with customers um so we can trial stuff and then if it if it does hit well then we'll definitely scale it up and and roll it out yeah that's i think that's a really good way of like testing out a recipe and as well you've got like your kind of like diehard fans are going to be drinking that yeah. so you can really gauge whether it's any good or not 
yeah I think you also have people drawn there that will just be like if you're doing weird and interesting things mm. like people will just go like i want to if they're close enough by they'll, they'll make that effort to go there to be like i want to try something like if that was around if it was around the corner from me and you were doing something that was interesting like the more interesting and unique something is the more i want to try it even yeah. if i'm like i don't think i'll even like it like that style's <sighs> not my type of style or that flavor is not my type of flavor yeah mustard beer like I was like, yeah. want to try that because that's not something that everybody's doing. But I think you're right. I think there is like a lot more creativity happening now, more so than ever. I think not to bring it back to the pumpkin beers, but there's so many more people doing pumpkin beers over the last two years than have ever really done it before in the UK. And I think that's just because people are allowed to take bigger risks now and, and do push boundaries and like people want that to happen. So yeah, I think that's like, it's really cool that you guys are going to be doing like test batches of interest and stuff yeah. as well um I thought it'd be quite interesting actually to sort of understand your background and sort of like how you got to where you are because I think if there's other people that are wanting to follow that journey like how did you get there yeah so I kind of I'm still at like the start of my career it feels um so I went left school at 18 knowing I wanted to do something uh mathy sciencey but also practical um, so I did a degree in chemical engineering. Uh, so studied three years uh, and then uh, took a took a break. Thought I was going to go back and do a master's, um, but I wanted to figure out what I wanted to specialise in. So I worked in bars for a bit. In my third year, I'd done a bit of sort of uh, a bio module. So then the lecturer who took that was so interested in yeast and like, look, the, the byproducts of yeast make these different flavors in beer and it's so cool so I took an interest in in beer in that way in a sort of oh how can we manipulate yeast to make beer uh, that was the the starting point uh, and then worked in bars uh, worked out in a really like cask ale heavy pub uh, learned a load from the brewery that owned that, um, how to keep cask well. Like it's a live product. You can't just chuck it in a, in a, in a cellar a and hope for the best. Yeah, it, the keeping cask is a skill and it, it's a dying skill as well. Yeah. And then from there, I was like, I want to brew. I want to make this um, this stuff. Like it's interesting. Like how does it all work? Uh, I did homebrew for a little bit, um, but quickly got a, a really entry-level job. Uh, kind of on a packaging line out at Thornbridge. So I was there for nearly two years. Uh, in the time there, I was on packaging line, so I was filling cask, keg, can, bottle, <laughs> anything you can imagine, we put it in. Uh, so I worked there all through lockdown, uh, trained up on sort of running machinery, cleaning machinery, uh, making sure quality checks were done, all that like good stuff that's really like important for quality of beer. Um, and keeping things clean as well. The most important thing is keeping things clean, and I learned that there. It's the best sort of starting, starting ground is just getting an entry-level job where you're learning what's important to make good beer. Uh, and then from there, as lockdown lifted, a job came up um, at Heist to be a brewer, which is what I've been wanting to do from, from like, university is be a, a brewer. Uh, so went to an interview there 
they offered me like a split role initially. So they said, we don't think we have the capacity to brew, to have like, like full time, more than one full time brewer is what they said. Like, we don't have the capacity for more than one full time brewer, but we really think you'd be an asset. Um, we have, we're opening a bar as well. So if you have your bar experience, we've seen that you're good on a bar. If you want a split role, it's there for you. So I took, I did a bit of thinking. I was like, oh, do I kind of go for it, take that risk? Um, I'm so glad I did. Um, in, I've been there since July, and obviously this week it's now November. This week it's been like announced that I'm a full time brewer, uh, full brewery side, and I've like achieved what I started out to do. <laughs> And I get to be so creative as well. Um, and the guys there are so supportive and so, yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. Like seeing yeah. you post about that, I was like, oh my God. Like, I feel like you achieve something and then like I achieve something through you. Like, I was <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, I was just so happy to see when you were like, yeah, full time now, like full time brewing now. I was just like, oh my God. Like, yeah. I couldn't. Like, I couldn't vent my excitement enough about it like that is so cool so well deserved to be fair so yeah I'm still learning so much Uh, like every day is like another day at school it feels um yeah yeah I I still I feel like I'm just still a baby in it all uh, and I'm just getting to play (laughs) which is but that's amazing that you've managed to get to a brewery that allows you to do that and that supports you to do that that's that's so amazing I was just gonna say like that's that is like yeah you might be saying you're learning things every day but like the fact that people are teaching you are like I feel like when you stop learning is when you start making really stale beers for lack of anything because if you're not if you're like this is what I do this is what I know how to do and that's that like and you lose that creativity it's almost like that you've got to run out of passion quite quickly when you do that yeah. and it, it will be reflected in your beers if you're always curious and always wanting to experiment like that's gonna keep people interested for sure so yeah. there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> and there's like there's so many innovations like there's new hops being bred there's new ways that you can use yeast there's new flavors and things that you can and new things that you can put into the beer like what if you put seaweed in it what if you put yeah. this in it you know it's like it's constantly evolving a really like amazing thing about heist as well is that we're constantly like collabing being in touch with people being like hey do you want to work with us do you want to brew a beer like can we come and see how you brew yeah. and, and so much from people who've been in the industry like I, I got to go up to vocation the other week and i, I like starstruck the whole day it's like wow. <laughs> <laughs> like learning stuff from them uh yeah, they're, they're sours out now. Collab with Heist. So apple, apple pie, cinnamon sour. I'm so excited to try it. Just plug that. That's just, that's just, that's Lost story's going to be all over. Yeah, that again. she's dreaming of yeah. it right now. I'm gone. That's that's me gone. Like, yeah. just pitched the idea to them, and I was like, "Hey, you like you know Dan and Adam? You've brewed with them like at the old site." Um, and they're like, "Yeah, that beer was great. Like, what are you thinking?" And I was like maybe this <laughs> so yeah and seeing their site and how they've expanded and just because they have the open fermenters and they see okay. across like the countryside and just being up there I think like how do you dry help a beer when it rains 
Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, I just opened the tank and let the, the rain yeah. in. <laughs> just, that, yeah. That was, I think, as well, those, because um, their tanks, like, where their tanks were outside, and it gets quite cold. There was, yeah. I, was yeah. it last year that it yeah. froze? That it was, like, it frozen, froze. and then they were like, yeah, this, this beer's delayed on its release because it was so cold that it froze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's got to be so cool to, like, have that set up, but then also when it's like, yeah, cool, it's frozen, or, like, <laughs> it, it's rained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what do you do? That is absolutely <laughs> mental. <laughs> Although saying that, like looking at um, when we were like brewing at yours, we you've got that window that looks out over the river, and it was just that was so not like it was just such a nice. It was I did not expect it, and then I was like, yeah. oh, what's out this window? And I looked, and so I was like, oh, that's a lovely little scene outside as well. We saw in the summer like the little baby ducks. They they also went past, uh, and so like every day I'd be watching like where are the ducks, where are the ducks, where are the ducks. One <laughs> the time there was a man in the river. <laughs> and was telling us about that. Yeah. Wade was just like walking through, and I was like, oh, look, Scott, there's a man in the river. <laughs> so Scott's like peeping out, like peeping at this man, and he saw us peeping. I was like. Ah, we've been caught peeping but what's weirder being peeping at a man yeah well being a man in a river well, i was gonna say like i like wading through is it. it weird that you're peeping or is no. it weird that he's just <laughs> in the river i'm just saying can we call our next beer peeping <laughs> at the man in the river yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we've been caught peeping we've been That's caught peeping I just like peeping at a man in the river. <laughs> can it have what? some sort some form of marshmallow in it? Marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, mar- vegan marshmallow. Yeah. Oh, now you're just like, no, you're saying like apple, cinnamon, pie. I'm like dreaming of that. I'm like, oh, can we make more pie flavours? Can we get like <laughs> pecan pie or like every cupcake flavouring for that? Pumpkin pie. <laughs> when I came up with a when I was ill, I was like sort of in and out of craziness. I came up with loads of beer ideas, came back and I was like, oh Scott, while I was away, I thought of this really good beer idea. And then as I said it, I was like, that's a really bad beer idea. <laughs> Sorry. Did you like get the whole idea out, or did you like start saying it and then you get like slightly less? Yeah, like halfway through, I'm like, ah, oh. what? So what I was going to say was this, but no, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> oh, this, like what is what is one of those like insane ideas? I just need to know. I feel like it was like cough, cough syrup flavor, so it's like cherry, like a really strong cherry, but then with. Yeah, like a really strong. We could do a fisherman's bread. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if we put MSG this, in the bin? Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> it sells so well. MSG. I was waiting for you to do like some type of like omnipolo, like too many ingredients together that don't really belong. But you like right out the gate, you're like, oh, like I don't know, like cough syrup. Yeah. <laughs> like, like comfort food i was like what if we had like vanilla ice cream but with custard uh well, i can't remember do you know when you're just like 
I said that and I regret it and I'm going to wipe it from my memory. I don't think that one's the ba- I don't think that was the cough syrup. Maybe that's question. <laughs> but the ice cream with the custard. Uh, yeah. That could be good. You could do like a set. You could do like a whole set where you've got like Ooh. a pie one and then you have like an ice cream custard one and then you can blend them together beer blenders yeah i think that's that sort of covered all the, all the ground i'm really excited to to go back up and and visit again and um try more beers probably take my husband and me this time maybe um we went to we went to commune for dinner yeah, which yeah. was such a cool experience we went to hop hide out there um which Did is you so like chat to jules or yeah yeah Hi, really, really briefly <laughs> it was it was quite yeah. busy to be it's fair really especially busy, the time yeah. we went yeah. Um, but I want to go back there and eat again because I've got a peanut butter and jelly burger. Oh, and then I went home and no I way. made it. I like made the same thing. So it was like chili jam and, and peanut butter. So I just did that at home. And it was like, I mean, it wasn't as good, obviously, as when you were buying a <laughs> yeah. nice greasy burger. Yeah. But it did it did the job. But there was like <laughs> Korean food. There was so much good stuff. And I love that I could just order at the table. And there was craft beer. It was heaven. So that's like good date night spot that I've got to go and take my husband to. And then we went to Shakespeare's on the night we got oh, there. So good. Um, they had a Decrom tap takeover, which was pretty cool. Was so good. Uh, where else did we go? Tori lost her mind because because uh, of. A half was only one pound ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> I put that in the message to you, Rachel. I was like, "It's really yeah, yeah. cheap." <laughs> I was like, "Excuse me, like what?" They're like, "Yeah, like one pound seventy five." I was like, oh, wow. "Okay, I think I know when I'm being scammed." Like, I was like, um, but yeah, and it was like really good, like really good beers. So sub, so sub yeah, like yeah. two quid for beers. I was like, "What?" Um, that was brilliant. We went to Bar Stewards. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was really, really from, good. Helen from Lost Industry. Yeah. yeah. She has a step when she's brewing. So <laughs> so I'm going to need you to go and look at Helen's step and make me one of those for the next time I come up. I'll have one you're just going to have to bring a step with yeah. you everywhere I'll just, you I'll just go. bring my kitchen steps. It's steps. fine. <laughs> we can carry them some, some somewhere. Safety. I would love to see you rock up to like a brewery or just like just a step somewhere. I'm going to that day. <laughs> I, I come with my own step. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there any? We, where, where else did we go? We went to Crow in. Can't think. I feel like we went somewhere else, but I can't remember. We popped by Beer Central to pick up some. Beers. We did. We picked up beers from Beer Central. Yeah. And we might yeah. have gone somewhere. Else. I think that that might have been it. I'm did not you go this... down towards so Cal Island? We walked through we past, there yeah. to yeah. get to get to you guys yeah. we walked through there and that was a really cool area yeah. as well and i i loved how the buildings like you could clearly tell were old like industrial yeah. workshops and it was just really cool overall um got a coffee from somewhere around there as well yeah. on the way and that was really cool really nice um loved all the graffiti up everywhere yeah. like some of the artwork up on the side of buildings was just so so lovely uh really really nice stuff to, to look at um yeah. but yeah i we bet i feel like we barely even scratched i didn't yeah. realize how much there was in sheffield like just it's huge i, it's, I was like, like the beer seems incredible yeah we never made it to st mars because they closed right. too early we were like <laughs> we're never gonna get there but we, yeah. we we thought about it we're like by the time we get there we're gonna be really rushed and we don't want it to be a rushed experience. So unfortunately we didn't go there. And then we didn't get any, we didn't go to like where Abbeydale serve at us. Um, yeah. So we just have to go back and do it all again and actually yeah. get to see you this time. So really excited yeah. to see 
that and uh yeah hopefully try more of your beers um any yeah. anything you want to plug that's coming up any beer releases or socials or anything else um we're doing some more cans for over christmas if you want to do some cans we've got some really big beers that are going to go into share bottles hopefully Ooh. Ooh, um, we'll get some share bottles done um but yeah just keep just keep looking for heist we've got some cool stuff coming and <laughs> um, if one thing doesn't suit you there'll be something else that comes along that does and they've got to go to the tap room and try our beer yeah yeah <laughs> yes come to the tap room it should, when this come when this comes out as well our beer should i'm assuming it's not i mean i'm not gonna be under <laughs> it's any not today, today, so. <laughs> by the end of the weekend um i mean i don't know people might be like that's amazing i'm going for it but this yeah. beer is so lit I am. <laughs> I am a bagel. I'm a bagel, <laughs> I'm a bagel now. <laughs> but yeah, definitely a place to check out. And I feel like if people check it out and they live nearby, that's going to be their new hangout. So, yeah, so hands cool. down, I would. I would hazard a guess. I'd be willing to bet money on it. So cool. Thank you for joining us, thank Rachel, you. and thank you for having us, through Yes, and inviting us. It's the best thing ever it's like the coolest thing ever yeah. um i can't even put it into words so i'm not gonna try because <laughs> i just won't do it justice so um yeah hopefully we get to see you soon yes yeah hope so we've got a beer oh my god this is we've got a beer it's so good i've moved on to a second beer now <laughs> since we've recorded i've moved on to a uh new england ipa that uh rachel brewed and yep. it's lovely and I shouldn't even be drinking because I shouldn't be drinking that much because I'm pretty sure I've got an ear infection but I can't stop drinking the beers because they're really good, it's so good. <laughs> so, like this is literally I put you smell in the can because it smells it smells amazing it, it smells so good it's it's like it exactly like what a I peanut wanted. butter and jelly sandwich yeah. and I love it that's it's like when I envision peanut butter and jelly beer that is the smell that I yeah. expect I'm so excited. I'm so glad that we have the opportunity to do that. Um, if you are in the Sheffield area or if you can get to the Sheffield area, go to Heist and drink our beer. It is good. As I said, the spot is amazing. Yeah. Like it is it's just an amazing. Really, tap room. It is deceptionally, deceptively <laughs> big spot. Yeah, it's massive. Um, uh, including the amount of lines they serve like all of it 15 and, and I, different heist beers plus plus guests. guest beers plus guest beers like that's the thing and i find that there's re- and the, the variety was so much like there's genuinely like something for everybody yeah. like you had your your kolsch beer you had your rye beer you had some wheat beers on there there was ipas there was stouts there's white stouts like there was saison. literally saison yeah. there was something for everybody and that was just in the heist selection yeah that's before you even move on to the guest beers um the food's amazing the the staff are like they're incredible oh the staff are so lovely so friendly yeah they're so inviting they're so just an inclusive and welcoming environment i actually even saw i believe it was them that i saw recently as well should have asked rachel actually um but i'm fairly certain they said they were investing in lids i think for their drinks Yes, they were. Yeah, because there's the been some drinks spiking. spiking. Yeah, they have they have um, covers for covers glasses. For if if anyone's concerned, they can go to the bar and they can ask for it. Um, but they also said like you know you can you can leave drinks behind the bar and all yeah. that if you need to. Um, but I mean like that's not even something where they're like 
oh, we're crowdfunding to get glasses for the t-. They were like, we recognize that this is a problem that's happening. So we're going to fix that problem so everyone feels comfortable again. Yeah. Like that is, I'm, I'm gutted we actually didn't ask Rachel about that because yeah. that is, that for me, that was so impressive. Um, but yeah, like that is, to me, that's just an amazing move by people that genuinely really care. And I feel like we were so welcomed and even though we weren't, people that are from another brewery like they didn't have to be as welcoming like they could have been like sorry Rachel's invited you to do this thing she's not well sorry that's it and they were still they still turned up and they still put 100% effort into it like they cared just as much yeah and that meant a lot like for me that meant a, a lot a lot and I learned a lot and again it's so cool seeing something you made on a brewery's website and you're just like I don't want to look at the untapped results. Like <laughs> I don't think we can do it. I think we'll be. We don't want to make ourselves sad. I don't. Want, I'm Someone who drinks it, guys. It. I don't like peanut everyone, butter and jelly. Everyone's gonna like it, yeah. But it'll be the people. that's like, I don't like peanut butter. <laughs> you shouldn't have got it. But but yeah, don't drink I drink good beer. Um, then no, I, I think even if you don't like peanut butter and you don't like jam, I, it's still seeing if it's so lit that you'll turn into a bagel because. You don't know. Maybe you'll I take think I'm a bagel food. now. I think I'm, I'm a bagel. bagel. We're gonna yeah, start doing this, like back bends. I'm not stuff. that flexy. No, <laughs> we're mentally gonna. Mentally, we're bagels. bagels. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. Like, go to heist. Definitely go buy some when a beer so lady turn into a bagel. And um, yeah, let us know what you think, Joe. If you want people to give feedback on our beer that we helped from start to finish, yeah, like I still don't believe that's real. Tell me if you've tried our beer and tell me that you liked it because uh, it's my base porter recipe. Just going to get that in there again. Um, I am a woman's brew on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But if you want to talk to me about beer styles and about brewing and how you might get into that, you can come and find my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning. And we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I t- generally hang in, hang out on Instagram. But we are also on TikTok and Pinterest. And we have a website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And you can email us, lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. Tell us <laughs> that you have found a beer that is so lit you turned into a bagel and it was our beer. <laughs> Sorry, if they want to talk to you about our beer, where can they find you? If you want to tell me how much of a bagel you turned into because the beer was just so lit. Or if you just want to send me a really good meme. Yes. I'm down we, for the memes. We need more beer names. Me, you can send me, the, send me the spicy memes. That's fine. Um, totally on board with that. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore hopsism. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bagel already. I'm just bageling um, myself away. We are bagels. And on that note, cheers. cheers. <laughs>